Welcome to episode nine of the Sex Shop Podcasts. My name is Ian and I'm here with Samantha, so you don't have to be. As you're no doubt aware by now, the first section of our show is listener correspondence. And we've had an email, haven't we, Samantha? We have. It's very exciting. So, hello, Sex Shop Podcasts. I'm needing a bit of advice. I have a pretty healthy sex life with my partner, but I've noticed that after sex I seem to be getting a little sore slash irritated down there. It seems to be... I thought you were going to say something sarcastic there. Anyway, it seems to be getting worse the more often we have sex. A friend of mine suggested that I try a lubricant, but I always thought that was for old ladies. I definitely get wet enough down there. So could you please tell me what your thoughts or suggestions are? And that is from Jojo in Auckland. Well, thank you, Jojo. You've painted a very uh, lurid picture. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they're not just for old ladies, are they, Samantha? You use one. And you're not that old. Oh, thank you very much. Um, well, yes, I mean, I. to be fair, before I started working in sex shops, I was of the same understanding that old ladies had them because had lubricant because they didn't get wet anymore yeah it was more like a medicine rather than a, a fun thing yeah yeah and I remember people used to joke about oh I found KY jelly in my, my grandparents uh vagina no <laughs> no in my grandparents you know side drawer oh yes yes drawer. I like finishing people's sentences yes. they're <laughs> always more entertaining than the real <laughs> sentence well no but everyone has a goodie drawer even old people don't they I've got chocolate in mine well you're the the oldest old person I know but um anyway and so I I, before starting in working in sex shops I thought the same thing I never used lube and if I anyone ever talked about lube I'd just think oh old ladies use it Mm. but then working in a sex store you actually learn that everyone should be using it regardless of how as Jojo says wet you might get um everyone should be using it yeah absolutely if you're going so low then it it really enhances the experience. And if you're Going having... solo like Jason Derulo, what are you talking about? Who? <laughs> Going solo like... Is he another Jason... one of your boyfriends? No, he's a singer. Going oh, solo. It? Anyway, what do you mean when you're going You've solo? You've interrupted me, Flav. <laughs> it wasn't flubbing very well. <laughs> it doesn't if someone keeps putting their size 12 in there. Mm. What I meant, obviously, is um, masturbation for men or women is a lot smoother with uh, lubricant. And you can go for, for a longer time because uh, it doesn't get sore. So uh, using toys, you mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or your hands, either or. And it gives you a nice, smooth sensation. Or, yeah, if you're using toys, as Samantha interrupted. Or if you're with a partner, yes. then almost all... Sexual congress is improved with the lubricant. It either makes it smoother or more enjoyable, or you just get a better sensation. But you know why? You know this, she's saying she gets plenty wet enough. She she doesn't feel that she needs it. But is there an actual reason for using lube? Oh yeah, it's not a case of um, not getting wet enough. It, it's the vagina lubricates in a in an effective way, so you could get pregnant if you wanted to get pregnant. You know, in the natural natural speak of it all but you love going back to the natural things you're going to start telling me about eggs and chickens in a minute aren't you or something no yeah anyway you're in a weird mood tonight (laughs) anyway um what i meant was 
um, lube is designed for your pleasure. It, it's not just to solve a problem. It is to make things feel better. Mm. So that that's uh, there's a range of lubes out there, and, and just using a simple water-based lube um, solves any issues you might have, makes things more comfortable, more fun, and feel much better. Uh, and then there are lubes which add to the scenario. There are heating or cooling lubes, uh, ones with a flavour and a, a nice smell as well, just to help the whole whole thing along. Well, the strawberry is very popular. Oh, it is the bestseller. Girls love a strawberry-flavoured thing. Mm -hmm. um, but away from the fun element of it, it always also has a um, medical reason for using it, which is that it can prevent um, slight tears or fissure tearing, they call it. That doesn't sound very nice. Well, it's not very nice. It's almost imperceptible um, in anal sex or vaginal sex. Mm. Um, repeated um, intercourse does slightly tear the tissues and you you just feel a little bit sore but it has actually torn a little bit so then something like that if you get a little tear that's what can throw off the ph balance balance of the vagina and then get you infections and yeah just whatnot. feeling uncomfortable and then the next time you have sex it makes the situation worse it sort of compounds but adding a lubricant just like you put lube in your engine stuff it all getting too hot and frictiony mm. um it just means you obviously glide in and out a lot easier and there's no friction yeah and but i think you've said this already but yeah you just need to make sure that you use a good quality lube because i know a lot of people when they think of lube think of like ky jelly for example because that's like the original but in this case it's not the original and the best is it no it is better than using nothing but it, it it's been superseded by almost every other lube you can buy um, unfortunately, supermarkets do tend to stick to KY Jelly because they, they've heard of it. It's and, a big brand, yeah. Yeah, and the, the man in the street does still buy it. But then I would say, really, KY does more harm than good because it's because you're using it and then if unless you're going to constantly reapply it, um, it just starts working against you, doesn't it? Because it sort of dries out. Yeah, water-based lubes all dry out. There's no perfect water-based lube that doesn't dry out. But um, the different formulas um, dry out at a different rate. Mm. So the more, usually the more you pay or the better brand that you get, the, the less you have to reapply. Yeah. And so this isn't just a sales tactic, but like, for example. <laughs> Should I play our jingle while you talk? No, but for example, we sell all wet stuff lubes in our shop because we find. Proudly made in Australia. Yes. <laughs> um, that they're, they are really good, aren't they? They, yeah. you know, you. Um, you can have a sex session without needing to reapply the lube, which to me makes it good because I've used lubes like, say, Jurex, for example, which is good. But then, you know, if you're going for an extended amount of time, you're usually going to have to reapply it at least once. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a good, solid, uh, middle-of-the-road water-based lube. I think mm. if you pay a lot more, you can get slightly better. Mm. Um, but really, it, it works out at a good price point. And it's very good. Yeah. So we, we have no qualms of uh, stocking a lot of their lines. Yeah, I'd say if you do have KY jelly and you don't want to throw it away, then anal sex would be a good one to go because... Yeah, or you could oil the hinges on your doors. <laughs> well, that too. But no, I'm just saying like KY would be good for getting you in. But to, to a club. Getting you in the back door. Oh, uh, yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, it would be good for getting you in, but it's not good for yeah, prolonged. It does lubricate, yeah. but it dries out so quickly yeah. that, you know, you'd, you'd lose interest in sex if you had to pull out every 30 seconds and reapply. Well, yeah. And, and also the water element of a water-based lube, which is most of it, um, evaporates with the mm. heat and the friction, but it does leave the residue behind, so you get that sticky sort of gluey residue, yeah. which isn't ideal. Yeah, so the moral of the story is if you're going to buy lube, buy it from Taboo and buy wet stuff. Yes. But, um, oh, just um, one more thing, the silicon lube. If you are in a committed relationship, should we say, so you're not going to be having sex with other people. If you can trust the person you're with yeah, and you're not going to get pregnant or you, or you want to get pregnant, um, then silicon lube is yes. much better. Yeah, there's less ingredients in it. There's fewer um, ingredients, in fact. Why, why can't I say less? We'll go into that later. Sounds grammatical lessons. Anyway, um, there's less ingredients in it. and Yeah, all right. I'll, yes. I'll let it pass. Thank you. Um, and then it just lasts for longer. It doesn't dry out, basically, does it? Um, you've got to be careful. Oh, it's impossible to... to dry out. Yeah. There's no water in it. Yeah, and you don't want it to get it on your sheets. That's the only downside of silicon lube. And obviously you can't use it with condoms or sex toys because it can... Well, you say, time. obviously, people don't know this. Okay, it can wear out the material, so you don't want to ruin your sex toy by using it and you don't want the condom that you're using to not work. Mm. Because silicon lubes are not compatible with silicon toys. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so if you are in a relationship where you're, you can not use condoms, basically, then uh, go ahead and get a silicon lube, I'd say. Yeah. So, basically, Jojo, um, your friend was right. You do need to get yourself some lube of some sort and uh yeah there's no stigma on it um don't be thinking oh i'm an old lady i need lube yeah you're not yeah we sell lube to all ages don't we you're buying a toy you buy a lube with it it enhances the experience it probably makes a toy 20 percent better oh yeah to pick a figure out of the air yeah but you'll enjoy it a lot more yeah so um yeah go go and buy yourself some now Ah, oh, the unmistakable sound of Cagney and Lacey. Yes, it's no midnight caller, is it, Smith? Yes, thank goodness, because it was my decision this week. Yes, there's little victories. Mm-hmm. Anyway, where have we reached in the show now? Oh, it is my favourite part of the show. Well, apart from the next part. There's only three parts. Well, the third part is my favourite. Uh, um, but anyway, this is the mediocre part, and it's mm. a sex shop chat. Yes, and what are we chatting about today, as if I didn't know? Well, I believe we're going to talk about uh, Doctor Who since he just came in. Yes, Doctor Who just came in. Not the real Doctor Who. No, but he regenerates so often he may be in the future. Yes. Um, do you want to explain to them why, why he's called Doctor Who? Yes, um, because he has a rectum, we suspect, like a TARDIS. <laughs> explain that again, <laughs> but different. <laughs> Doctor Who, we don't know his real name. But he responds to Doctor, <laughs> um, comes in from time to time to buy the next size up in butt plugs. And we, comically we hope, uh, assume that he has an anus that's a bit like a TARDIS in that you can fit a lot more in it than you'd expect. <laughs> um, Ian came up with that name in case you were wondering. Yeah. I wouldn't do such a... Horrible you, thing as to name our customers. Who. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a TARDIS is, but yes. Anyway. He could show you. I know, no, I'm, I'm good. Yes. Mm. So he's he's been coming to us for about 
two years, yeah. and he's probably bought five or six toys. Um, they graduate up in size, and he what, what did he buy today? The Ass Master. The Ass Master. Oh, yes. I say ass, you say ass. Mm, let's call the whole thing off. Yeah. <laughs> Potato. Yeah, that verse was cut from the original. Um, yeah, so he reached the very top line of our toys today. The Ass Master. How big would you say it was? Oh, probably about as big as that plant pot. And for people who can't see the plant pot. <laughs> okay. Um, what would you say? Like two fists? Two fists worth? Two fists worth. Well, it's conical shaped, like a traditional butt plug. Okay, well, if I put my fists into conical shapes... Ah, like, I... a, like a praying Thai person, that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, then, then that would be about the size, wouldn't yeah. it? Big, hard, rubber... Yeah, yeah, shaped like a club on the like the ace of clubs, but yes. um, enormous. But yeah, the size of my hands together. Yeah, <laughs> the size of your head, I would go as far as to say. Would you? Yeah, my head isn't that small. Well, mm. well, where heads are concerned, <laughs> but the ass master isn't as big as a head. Maybe a a, a small person's head. Mm. I'll read the packet. Okay. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah, it says it's big as Samantha's head, it says. <laughs> anyway. Or 4.5 inches at its widest. Yes. So, yeah, that's the biggest toy we have in. Um, and he's asking us uh, for next time whether we will have larger toys in. But um, we're a bit uh, dubious about getting anything bigger in because um, there is a limited amount of people who are into this sort of thing. Well, yeah, when we used to work in the Auckland stores, we'd have ones that were the size of a small child, weren't they? Oh, yes. They were terrifying and they'd sit there and collect dust. But then one day some cowboy would come walking in and uh, and purchase one. Mm. And yeah. I, I mean, most people thought they were for a joke or, yeah. um, you know, for holding open a fire exit or something. Well, to be fair, I kind of like to think they were for a joke because the alternative was yes. a bit scary. It, it, it makes you more comfortable to think that, doesn't it? But no, people do actually use them. Um, yeah, I had a, a regular guy when I worked in the uh, sort of, let's call it the freaky store in uh, in <laughs> Auckland, and he was a nice fella, but he, he told me a little bit too much about his hobbies. Whatever, you enjoyed hearing well, stories. Well, I like the stories. Yeah. Um, and he was a member of a, a group of uh, men with a similar interest. Uh, they What? They were all gay. Oh, well, no, but what, there's a, a group of people who enjoy large sex toys? Oh, yes. Oh, mm. oh okay. And they get together. They meet online. They've got a forum. Yes. And, um, Do they then... wear badges? I don't know. No. I didn't ask him. <laughs> okay. I don't think you need to. I think people recognise you when mm. you're waddling. Oh, okay. And... Um, he said, I think there was about five or six regular members and they'd meet up every month at right. one of their houses, like book club, oh, only okay. a bit more spicy. Yeah. And, um, we don't all... do that at our book club. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Well, you'd get more people turning <laughs> up if you did. Um, and they'd all use each other's toys, you know, have a bit of a session. What, do you, what, 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 what? what do you mean they'd use each other's toys? I don't know how else I can say that. But each man has a collection because they're not cheap. Like some of the toys cost four or five hundred dollars for some of the really large ones, right? And they don't want to all buy the same toys, and they can't all use them on themselves without anyone else there, right? For safety reasons, in case they become impaled or or whatnot. Yes. Um, and so these guys who aren't in a relationship and they don't want to have sex with each other, they just happen to be gay, 
and like anal toys, um, they meet up and they help each other experience toys. What? So I hope you, they buy a toy cleaner to wipe the, down their toys, do they? He never mentioned it. Right, okay. And so they're just swap toys at this party get together. Yeah. When I say swap toys, I don't mean they pull one out of somebody and then insert it into someone else. It's just an opportunity to share toys by using somebody else's toys, you know, because you've used yours. And so would you do it in front of each other or would you oh, yeah. pop off to the bathroom? And... No, there's no popping off to the bathroom. They've, they've met up specifically because they need the other men to help the toy in and then retrieve it. So is this as... It's a club. They get off on it, like they yeah. find that sexual. Yeah, they don't want to um, have sex with each other or wank each other off or anything. Their their object of desire is the oversized toy. But then surely if that's what floats your boat, which, wow, but if that floats your boat, wouldn't that then get you erect if you've got this giant thing up your ass and then well, wouldn't you want to have sex I with each other? I obviously asked the wrong question. You did. But But no, he doesn't want to have sex with any of the men there. He was way past that. He did that when he was young. Um, but then he realised he wanted bigger and bigger penises, and then a penis, no penis, would satisfy him. And then he jolly green giant mm, penis. Well, he couldn't make it. Oh, he was at book club, <laughs> and um, yeah, then he started inserting inanimate objects and finding them arousing, like cucumbers and then marrows or what. You Ooh. know, worked his way up the scale, and then. Um, Discovered that you can buy these things commercially. But I don't, okay, so please tell me you asked this question. What? Why is that good to have your ass stretched so far that you think you might die? Well, he didn't think he might die. Well, he might. That's a key element. But, well, because yeah. that man, Mr. Hands. Yeah, Mr. Hands. Who had sex with the horse. Oh, not Cherry the horse. No, again. not Cherry the horse. He didn't. He just married her. They didn't have sex. Yeah. Well, they might have done. But no, Mr. Hands. Did you never hear about Mr. Hands? I think everyone is about to. <laughs> well, is this a horrible story? And I won't go into long. Is he Mr. Hands like he's German? Hands. No, like hands, as in the ones on the end of your arms. Oh right, yes. Yeah, I don't know why he was called Mr. Hands. Anyway, that's not the important part of the story. Good story. Um, he. Um, had he liked horses and he had sex with his horse, right? And then one day his friend was filming him having sex with this horse. But so he guided the horse in and then the horse obviously got excited and then rammed into Mr. Hands and Mr. Hands died because, you know. Mr. Hands was very misleading. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I Mr. was hoping for a story about Hands. <laughs> I don't know why he's called Mr. Hands. You'll have to look it up, but but be careful because if you look it up, you I might don't want to look it see up. See something you don't want to see. But anyway, so this horse got, obviously got, I don't know, um, excited or whatever, and rammed Mr. Hands, and Mr. Hands died, which um, was you know his own fault. And but that was because Mr. Um, not Mr. Mr. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I slander LL Cool J, you slander Mr. Ed. Um, that was because the horse was so big and oversized and it just... It, was he oversized for a horse or was he normal for a horse? Well, it's normal for a horse, but that's not supposed to be inserted in a person's well, butt. But I can't understand why the horse got excited. Ooh. Surely he'd like a nice lady horse. Well, he probably would, but maybe the touching or something well i don't know or maybe he was pissed off but whatever the horse rammed mr hands and mr hands 
died. Was Mr. Hans secured? Or well, was he, he up against a wall or what? He was up against, um, he was over a fence. Oh, of course. Yeah, and then the horse rammed him and then um, he he died of internal injuries. And so these things that we sell, not that we sell now, but we used to sell, um, they're bigger than a horse's penis. Some of them are modelled on a horse's penis. Oh, ugh, why? Mm. Well, it's just a, a theme. I, I think they were called... Bestiality cre- theme. Creative solution... Uh, creative solutions, I think they were called. A bestiality theme. Well, they had all sorts. Are you going to say that that's not weird? Like you the bunny tails? You told me you watch porn. I did where, not say that. Where Mr. Ed has <laughs> sex with Mr. Hands. I do not watch porn. And I do not watch porn of Mr. Ed and Mr. Hands. But it was one of those horrible videos that were circulating and you end up watching and then you can oh, never yeah. unsee it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, my point was, I went off topic here. Yeah, so they had a whole range. Yeah. Some of them were the anal trainers, which were very popular. And that's just a, a long um, cylindrical like, tube of silicon. And they're about four or five foot long. And Four or they... five foot long? That's like a person. Yeah, a small person. Hmm. Yeah, or a tall kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, welcome to the mind of Samantha. (laughs) Yes, anyway. Anyway, um, and they come in various um, thicknesses. So they start off looking fairly sensible, like, um, oh, here we go again with the measurement. But... um, Would like my arm. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of the thickness of uh, a lady's arm. Right. But consistent all the way along. It's not graduated. It doesn't get fatter. Right. And you could... Possibly perceive if you like a toy in your anus, you can see that you might be able to put that in. Not all of it, oh. but, but I'll come on to that. Okay. Uh, and then they graduate right up to a really thick sort of, um, yeah, you couldn't wrap both hands around it. That Arnold sort of thickness. Arnold um muscle arm. I wondered where we were going there. <laughs> I thought you'd seen another video. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you couldn't wrap two hands around it, basically. Right. Um, and the anal club people, they used to buy them fairly regular basis. And the whole point of them being called anal trainer was you would see how far you and the guys would get it in, like oh. firemen holding a hose pipe. Why? You'd see how far you could get it in. And every every um, week or every month, whenever they met up, they'd try and get it in like <gasps> a one inch further. Where would it go? Well, that's what I said. Did it but, come out their mouth? No. Oh, okay. Where did, <laughs> There's where... not a clear passage from there to your mouth. <laughs> Otherwise, all the food you ate would just fall out. Would it? <laughs> well, I, I heard a very disturbing description from the uh, the leader of these guys. The leader who, of who, the pack. Who bought the toys. Do you remember that song? No. No? Oh, sorry, carry on. Is it relevant? He was the leader of the pack. So vroom, no. Vroom. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Samantha's been drinking, I think. <laughs> no. Um, yes. From so, the leader of the pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from the king of the inserters. And he he would try and get it in further. And I said, where does it go? Because obviously I was aware that it goes into your into your anal cavity, mm-hmm. you know, the um, the sphinct, through the sphincter and then up where your poo goes, basically, Lovely. and into your bowels. Right. But, but he said, oh, yeah, but that only gets you in like um, nearly a foot. Oh. He says, I, 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 I've I, got the record and he'd got like three and a half foot oh. of, uh, 
And he says, well, then it works its way into your intestines. What? Yeah, well, I don't know how strictly uh, correct his science was, but he said the intestines are much thinner than that, but as you tease them with plenty of lube, they open up and then you've got this thing properly inserted into you. But anything could rupture at any time. That's horrific. Yeah, I mean... So what? What? How do you get pleasure out of that? Surely you'd be thinking I might die, like Mr. Hands. And secondly, you'd be thinking um, this hurts a lot. Surely. Well, I, I don't think it does hurt him that much. How can it not hurt? He gets off on that thrill, doesn't he? Because he's <sighs> he's worked his way up. It's not like suddenly we're sat on a tree. <laughs> he he's been working it. He's been doing it for like thirty years. So I have to ask. Wouldn't you have a very, very loose ass? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Did mm. he have to wear nappies? Not nappies, but he used to have to put a plug up there all the time. He so, wore a butt plug just generally. Well, because otherwise what stuff would fall out? Yeah. Shut the door. Oh, yeah. His anal sphincter wasn't a sphincter anymore. It was just floppy and wide open. Oh. He couldn't contract. Oh, my God. So... so it wouldn't. There'd be no point in having anal sex, would there? Wouldn't it just be like, hello, hello, hello? Only if you shouted into it. <laughs> You're weird, aren't you? <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, wouldn't it? Oh be yeah, like... he's not interested in anal sex anyway. Not anymore. It it wouldn't wouldn't even touch the sides, as they say. Wow, that's so weird. Mm. Not judging, but that's really weird. No, he, he proudly boasted that he'd never been to hospital in a. Horrible related injury, uh, but some of the guys had. That, and so then, like, after you've swapped toys and got things in your sphincter or whatever, do you, like, sit down and have snacks? I don't know whether he put on a, a finger buffet, <laughs> but um, I don't think they were that sort of guy. You know, they meet up, get their kicks. They say, oh, great, my place next month, and then they go. Oh, wow. You wouldn't want to go to one of them parties, would you? I don't think I'd want to be invited, no. no. Oh, mm. wow. But anyway, mm. he led me on to do a Did little he? bit of... Uh, re- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Before you knew it. <laughs> yeah. Before you knew it, I was in the in- on the internet yeah. searching out um, people who had gone to hospital oh. or had se- sought medical um, treatment. Was Mr. Hands not on that list? No. Oh. He didn't seek medical condition. No, he was if, just dead. If he had, he'd be in a stable condition, yeah. I like to think. <laughs> very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm here all week. Yeah. Yeah, so I found three very good stories about men who tried to get away with a casual cover-up. Oh, go on then. They're all from America. You'll be uh, non-surprised to hear. They always are. They always are. Yeah. Mm. I think they've just got more internet access. That's all it is. You and reckon? they type up things, yeah. Maybe. So in Chicago... A man was found naked, face down on his couch, with a fish tail sticking out of his arsehole. As in a fish? As in a large fish that he'd buy, bought from a supermarket, yeah. Were you going to say buy it from the supermarket? No. No, okay. Because I'm grammatical. Mm. He told paramedics that it was frozen when it went in. But... <laughs> The fish had thawed out whilst he was enjoying it. And come back to life. And the scales had thawed out and and sort of come away from the body, you know, opened up. Yeah. And so when he tried to remove it, it was jammed like a barb. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Uh, And it wouldn't be pulled backwards. The the medical staff had to 
go in to the fish in, in, you know, cut the fish with a knife and reach in and pull out all the bits of the fish till it was thin enough that they could drag it out of his anus. Why was he putting a fish up there in the first place? He refused to answer that question. Oh, I would have refused to remove it until he told me. Yeah. But wh- well, you wouldn't catch me putting anything from the freezer up my ass. I mean, maybe that was uh, part of the problem. It probably desensitised him, didn't it? And he thought, oh, this is fine. Really? To be fair, when you said it, I thought it was a live fish when it went in. No. And he liked the, the waggliness of it. Yeah. Like the ferrets. Go on. Or the hamsters, I should say. Hamsters, Richard yeah. Gere. Oh, well, I wasn't thinking. Of, I was thinking Freddie Starr. Oh, well, I heard that Richard Gere had hamsters up his bum. Sounds like a rumour from one of those American papers, though, doesn't it? Well, it's probably just, from just the Just before National he writes it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get us out of deep water here and you're going, no, it's probably true. <laughs> Oh, well, I like Richard yeah, Gere. I've got a photo. He was in Pretty Woman, but I did hear he liked a hamster in his butt. And have you ever seen, um, what's that called, American Psycho? No. Oh, well, anyway, in American Psycho, he he's a bit of a psycho. I got that. Was yeah. he American? <laughs> he was. And he gets a rat and he puts it inside a woman and then you see it. Vaginally. All, yeah, and then you see it all walking around, like, in her stomach. How... How does it get into her stomach? Well, 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 in her body. And then, um, yeah, he puts it in and then you can see it moving inside of her. Isn't that the most awful thing? Was she agreeable to this? No, he's a psycho. He tied her up and did this. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Yeah. Your viewing habits are quite disturbing, (laughs) aren't they? Well, yeah, anyway. I go around your house. There's usually, uh, I don't know... uh, a Peppa Pig episode playing or something, and you go, oh, yes, yes, I've just been watching Peppa Pig. And so, yeah. Well, yeah, but, mm. you know, when the kid's going to bed. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are away, the rats come out to play. <laughs> yeah, anyway. anyway, in Brooklyn, a man went to the emergency room with a Barbie doll completely lost into his rectum. He claimed he fell over in his daughter's bedroom and up <laughs> she went. An X-ray revealed her arms were pointing upwards. <laughs> So she could squeeze in. <laughs> oh, but it seems in all these stories... But hold on, why was he pantless in his daughter's bedroom? Or was you it, can't ask was questions. Was it a lie? <laughs> in all of these um, cases, the doctors say, the first thing they say is, oh, you'll never believe it, I fell when I was naked. Wow. That, that's like the first thing they say. As soon as a guy comes in and says, I was naked, yeah. they know something's up your rectum. Oh, funny. Well, I actually read uh, a book not so long ago it was about like a doctor comedian like used to be a doctor now he's a comedian a comedy doctor yeah and um yeah he said that somebody came in to to or was you telling me this i can't remember anyway i had this information and um somebody came into the clinic because they had a remote control up their ass and he was like again i was naked and sat down on the couch Mm. and then when they pulled it out there was a condom on it yeah yeah i mean it's ridiculous why why you think you'll get away with it? And if you just told the doctor I was having some sexual sort of dalliance yeah. and he got stuck, he'd forget about it. He'd totally forget about it. But if you come in with this story, then yeah. you're just... It's just a bit saying. like when people say, oh, I've got... This is for my friend it's when like, they come into really? our story. Yeah. I don't... I, my friend doesn't like it yeah, that yeah, bit. Yeah, and then you remember them. And yeah. That's true. Well, and also in this same book, I read about this girl and um, she got, you know, Kinder Egg... Like the kid, the eggs, the Kinder eggs. 
Yes. Yeah, she got a Kinder Egg. And my main part of this was how did she get the Kinder Egg open and put a ring inside and seal it back up? But that wasn't part of the story. I think you've spoiled the end of the yeah. story. Anyway, she was going to propose to her boyfriend and he liked Kinder Eggs. So she got. How a kin- old was he? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, and so she put a ring in the Kinder Egg and then put the Kinder Egg in her vagina because... Do you mean the um, yellow plasticky thing or do you mean the whole chocolate egg? The whole chocolate egg. That would melt. Oh, yes, obviously. But also, how did she do that? Because they're sealed, aren't they, with the chocolate? So how do you get it undone? Well, they must put something in and then fuse it back together. Well, they must do that at the Kinder factory. Sorry to spoil the magic. But chickens don't lay uh, chocolate eggs with... I know that, but... Well, anyway, um, so it had the wrapper on, I Did think. It, the foil? Yeah. Anyway, so she put it up there and then he was um, going down on her and she thought then he would she, just... She'd shit out a, a foiled egg from her vagina. Well, she wouldn't oh, shit that... it out. But... Well, I couldn't think of the verb. Okay. <laughs> what what <laughs> Excrete. Push it out. Yes. Um, anyway, so Expel. he was going down on her and she thought that, oh, no, sorry, the wrapper was off because she thought that he'd taste oh, all the... yeah, that's better. Yeah, the chocolatey goodness and mm. be like, ooh, what's that? Kinder, I love Kinder. And then she'd say, surprise, <laughs> there's a ring inside. It's a very, very shit um, proposal story, even if it had gone right. Because yes. what are you going to Mum, I'm getting married. Guess mm. how she proposed. Anyway, um... And it all went a bit wrong and then they ended up in the emergency room. And so, um, but then he, the doctor managed to get the ring out and she proposed there and then in front of the doctor and the guy said, yes. Now I'd be like, you're a weirdo. You put cream eggs or whatever they are in your vagina. Oh, cream eggs. I'd have gone there. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe me too, actually. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that was a weird one. Um, And I did interrupt, which I like to do, yes, but you, you were saying about ferrets. Oh, ferrets is a well-known thing. I have no evidence of it, but it's just a well-known... Really? Yeah, it's a well-known thing. What, you put live ferrets up there? I think that's the idea, yeah. And do they come back out again? Ideally, yes. Alive? I think so. Wouldn't they suffocate? Um, Maybe they come out for air. And so what? You put them up your bum? Yeah. And then they walk around? Yeah, well, they cause a lot of damage because they've got claws... Why would you do that then? Well, I wouldn't, but you know, people have. The what? world's a big place, and what, it's and been can, going a long time. And then they can turn around and come back out again. Yeah, again, I haven't seen the videos like you. Well, I haven't I'm seen sh- the videos. I'm sure you'll you'll know by next week. And so then, like, that'd be really traumatizing for the ferret. That's horrible, isn't it? That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> I thought that's an appalling animal rights abuse. I thought. But it is. I mean, they go in worse places, don't they? So I wonder how you'd get the ferret out. It's like if you've got worms, they say to put milk under your bum. Oh, I heard Mars bar. <laughs> Did you? And then it comes out for a bite <laughs> and you can you can twist the Mars bar around and, you, you know, no, you but drag I, it no, out. But seriously, I heard if you put warm milk under mm. your bum and sit over it, the, think, the worms will smell it and come out. I think that's an old wives' tale. Mm. That would be really grotesque. Uh, anyway, I've grossed myself out now. Can we end this section? No, I've got oh. another one. Oh. I, I, I half believe this one. Let me know if you believe it. Okay. One man was admitted to his local ER with a mango up his backside. Ooh, totally <laughs> tropical taste. Mm. <laughs> he said he had heard... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> Do you remember that? Is it gin? Is it? 
Is that the problem? I'm just trying to have some fun. Uh, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> anyway, go on. One man was admitted to his local ER with a mango up his backside. <laughs> That's pineapple and grapefruit. There's no mango involved. <laughs> you wouldn't want a pineapple up your backside. Was there not? Are you sure? Yeah. Or was there like a limited edition lilt with pineapple, with mango? Mm, just in your house. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, he said that he'd heard that mango was a good cure for hemorrhoids <laughs> and he took the route one approach. <laughs> oh so I God. almost believe someone's stupid enough to think, oh, mango cures hemorrhoids. I'll, no. We'll go for the contact approach. No. Because if, even if it did, you'd have to peel the mango and get all the, the fleshy stuff. What? <laughs> it's obviously... <laughs> The recommendation he heard was to eat some mango, wasn't it? (laughs) Maybe there are people stupid enough to apply the mango to the backside. (laughs) And one of them sat here with me. (laughs) You meant that he'd heard that mango cured it, so that you should put some mango on your backside. Oh, mango balm is a big thing, isn't it? No, but then if it did, then you should peel it and use the flesh and wipe it on the area. Yeah. Well, thanks to Dr. Samantha. That wraps up this section of the show. So now we've reached the favourite part of the show for me. Well, your favourite part. Well, yeah, I, th- I think it's everyone's favourite part. Apart from me. Mm. Um, I don't think we even have a name for this section anymore, do we? I do. It, what? I call it Samantha Craps On for 10 minutes. Well, that, there's no need to be rude, is there? Anyway, um... I'm going to talk about today yes. that crap that you made me watch the other day. Oh, it's gold, isn't it? TV gold. Your favourite subject, apparently. It um, is. Object filia is what it's called. It never lets you down. Um, you've been going on at me for ages to watch this, so finally we did. And it is a documentary about people that fall in love with inanimate objects. Yes. Basically. And... Um, uh, to be fair, I'll give it to you. I, I've always thought of these people when you've talked about them, that they're just attention seekers who go on TV and pretend to love a lamp or something because they want to get um, some press for, for whatever reason. But um, this woman that we watched, um, I can't remember her name, but she was in love with a Boeing 727, believe it or not. She genuinely seemed in love with this. Oh, yes. This airplane. It, it's not like a silly, oh, in fact, isn't it lovely? Oh, I'd love to rub up against it. This was an emotional roller coaster of a relationship she well, they was Well, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. They were like, um, well, in her head, obviously. Well, the Boeing doesn't have a head. But in her head. It has a cockpit. <laughs> they were boyfriend and girlfriend. She had photos around her house of her mm. with this airplane. And then she had like little parts of him that she slept with, which I don't actually yeah. understand. because It's, it's not like, good for safety reasons, is it? No, but I don't understand. Like, where the bits of this plane that she had weren't from the plane that she went to visit because, it, obviously, he was a full plane. Oh, it'd be dangerous, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, so, like, she's just holding random plane parts. Yeah, I think she'd bought purchased plane parts or found them at a crash site or something. No, but that plane was there. She didn't have parts of that plane. No, it's just the Boeing 727 model that she's in love with. What, what, what aren't you understanding about this? No, I thought she was in love with that plane. Not that particular plane. But she went to visit the plane. Oh, she's in love with Boeing 727s, yes. She well, thinks it's a brilliant design, so much so that she wants to rub her bits against it. Well, that's a bit slutty, is it not? I thought she loved that plane. 
Well, I don't think they're plain mines. And planes come and planes go. They get melted down after a certain amount of miles, don't they? Oh, okay. I did not understand that. Okay. Mm. I, I, I thought it was that particular plane. That's why I was weirded out that she was... Well, well she, she got an invitation to go and see that plane. Um Primarily because the people who uh, own that airline heard about her oh. and thought this will be fun. <laughs> oh, and it, it, I did enjoy it because there was two guys that had to show her around and take her to the, like the maintenance guys. Yeah, take her to the plane, and there was this black guy on there that just honestly, it looked like the best day of his life. He had the smile from ear to ear, and he just could not stop smiling even when he was talking because he just thought it was hilarious. So that was like my favourite part of the yeah, documentary. And she didn't twig that they were laughing. No, at her and he's just like, oh, I'll bring you to your plane now and she's like thank you so much yeah and just, you can come anytime yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come back whenever you want yeah. and um but yeah like as she got closer to the plane she was like crying she was shaking with and, the anticipation. yeah and then like she's rubbing the outside of it and then when she got in the cockpit well it well, was there ridiculous was, there was some grinding being done on the uh on the pilot's seat yeah it was amazing to watch to be honest and um yeah, she was kissing the uh, escape hatches. Yeah, and that's not a euphemism. No, and um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, she's got all these pictures in her in her apartment, and she wants to marry him, doesn't she? Mm. And she saves up all her money so that she can go on flights on it. And I think she said she joined the Mile High Club, so I'm guessing that meant she went and rubbed herself in the toilets. I presume so. Um, well, it just amazes me. Oh, and then and then there was a part where they let her open the door and she just nearly lost the plot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just to reveal outside <laughs> the, was the black guy smiling <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, it was very good. Oh. Very good TV. Yes. Um, so a little bit of investigation now that you're interested in this has revealed yeah. a few other uh, interesting characters. Go on. So first up we have uh, Nathaniel. Okay. And he's in love with his car. As most men are, no? Well, to a certain extent, men are. Oh, okay. Not quite to this extent. Go on. It goes past the uh, romantic. It, it becomes sexual. Mm. It says that Nathaniel goes on dates with his car, kisses her first thing in the morning and gives her bubble baths. Although I suspect that's just washing your car. <laughs> yes. I give mine a bubble bath every every now and again. Mine needs de- desperate need of a bubble bath. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yours is suffering from emotional neglect. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he, he says that he became sexual not long ago and he rubs against his car and masturbates. Does he have sex with the exhaust pipe? He doesn't say so. Yeah. It seems like quite a dirty place to put it. Oh. Even if you've washed your car, the exhaust pipe's going to be a bit dirty, isn't it? You could wear a condom. You could do. Use some silicon lube. Mm. No, I don't know. I'll, I'll suggest it if I ever see him. Yeah. Um, well, that's a bit weird, is it not? And how did he? How did Nathaniel start this? Oh, he had a toy car. That was his first love. Right. A toy car that his dad bought him when he was a kid, and he used to have sexual relationships with that. So, is the car a girl? This one is referred to as a her. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. That's very weird. Would it be different if it was a him? No, I, I just wonder. He probably doesn't. He wouldn't like the stigma of <laughs> yeah. rubbing up against a male car. And um, so, like, if he crashed his car one day, would he be like devastated because he's like killed his lover? I presume so. Uh. Mm, that's interesting. Give me some more gold. Well, he makes uh, a lot of sense in in the uh, in the sense that he owns the car, <laughs> and it, he's got stop po- playing footsie with me. 
<laughs> You're an inanimate object. I thought I might fall in love. Yeah, sorry. Um, at he, least he's, he's got access he's to Just the... brushed mine under the table. It was most disconcerting. Disconcerting. Discombobulating. Yeah, anyway, go on. Alarming. Yes. Um, at least he. it's his car. It's on his drive. He can do sexy times with it in his own is his own way. At least he owns the car. Why does that make it okay? Ah, because it's better than what Amanda Whitaker does. Who's Amanda Whitaker? Amanda Whitaker has fallen in love with the Statue of Liberty. Oh. Which is a little inconvenient because she lives in Yorkshire. Oh. And the Statue of Liberty isn't in Yorkshire. No, no. It's quite a way away. So um, she's having a long distance affair <laughs> with the Statue of Liberty. Have they met before? Or are they just yeah. pen pals? Yeah, she went to visit in uh, 2007. Right. And and since then, she's created a shrine in her bedroom with uh, what looks like a, a six-foot replica wow. of the Statue of Liberty. It looks more like an alien, but I think it's supposed to be the Statue of Liberty. Well, to be fair, that's a pretty long relationship. If we're in 2020 now and they're still together going strong. Well, I'm looking at the photo. Mm. There's no hope she'll meet anybody else. <gasps> And this, the Statue of Liberty isn't going to go on any uh, weekends away with anyone else, is it? It's well, pretty much there for the taking. Well, do you think she gets jealous, though, seeing, like, all those women walking around her statue? Well, possibly. And the Statue of Liberty is a woman, isn't it? Yeah. Also, do you think she's a lesbian? Oh, she keeps that quiet. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want any embarrassing <laughs> things to come to fruition. Well... Yeah, that's... And she's changed her surname. She's not Amanda Whitaker anymore. She's Amanda Liberty. Oh, And my she intends gosh. getting married to it. Well, why she change her name if they're not married? Oh, I don't know. No. Okay. You should be asking her. Well, I think she's a bit weird. I think maybe, like, her and Nathaniel should just get together and, like, have a car statue person orgy. They'd think each other were weird. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. Mm. So well, this must stem from childhood. Everything you think stems from childhood. Most things do. Yeah. But there must be some something that didn't join up in the brain correctly or something. Do you think she could get a green card once she marries it? So she can go and live there. You've uncovered her plan. <laughs> That's quite a good plan. I, I might marry in the, quite well. the uh, what's he called? The Empire State Building. Oh, I thought you were going to say Donald Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> Desperate times. Is that um, a man, is it? I, oh, um, Donald Trump. I'm not really no, sure. Yeah. Oh. Oh, the Empire State. Yeah. It sounds manly, well, doesn't it? It's sort it? of phallic, isn't it, I suppose. Well, not really. Most, most towers are. Mm, well. well. It's not a cave, is it? Well, no, but it, it, it sounds manly. Like mm. Empire State building, mm. don't you think? It is Art Deco. That's oh, you not like too Art manly. Deco. I do, not in a sexual way, ah. just in a decorative way. Well, that's good then. Um, well, anyway. Mm. Well, without... Um, Crapping on like you do. Uh, that's pretty much all we've got. I mean, we could talk about the uh, the man who's in love with his Volkswagen Beetle, the man who's in love with the statue of Nero, uh, or Sal 9000, the Korean man who's fallen in love with a video game character and got married to her in Japan. Wow. Um, I think we should end it there before you make me watch another yeah. documentary. We get sucked into this vortex of weirdness. Yes. <laughs> and we're pretty weird to start with. Well, speak for yourself, speak for yourself. Yes. Well, if you want to get in touch with us and... Uh, Why would you? But... Be belittled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then the shop at post.com is the place to do it. So please go ahead and we can read out your letter next week.
Well, thanks for listening and we will be back next week to uh, entertain you some more.